live like cats and dogs, not taking full advantage of their work in this land. They are certainly unfortunate. We'll read the next verse also. Evam tava bharatatama jambu kipa varsha vipada yathopadesham upavarnita iti. My dear King Parikshit, O best of the descendants of Bharat Maharaj, I have thus described to you, as I myself have been instructed, the island of Bharat Varsha and its adjoining islands. These are the islands that constitute Jambudvi. Thus end the Bhaktivedanta purpose of 5th canto, 19th chapter of Shambhavatam, entitled A Description of the Islands of Jambudvi.
to descend to the land of Bharatvarsha on the planet Earth. Means they want to live in India, which is on planet Earth. This indicates that even the demigods are unfit to reside in Bharatvarsha. Therefore, if persons already born in Bharatvarsha, if they live like cats and dogs, not taking full advantage of their birth in this land, they are certainly unfortunate. If we take it to us, we are unfortunate if we don't take advantage of our birth in India. So, um, you know, uh, there are three types of people. Actually, there are four types, but four types are useless and we will not talk about that. Three types, one learns by hearing, one learns by seeing, and the other one learns by experiencing. So here the demigods are in the category that they are, they are basically sharing their realization through experience. They are experiencing the happiness of the heavenly planets. And, and the experience they have in heavenly planets based on that their prayers are coming, which is a realization through experience. The fourth category is even after experiencing, beaten up with all the sufferings, doesn't listen, doesn't understand, doesn't follow. But demigods are very intelligent personalities. They are very superior personalities uh, within the creation. So they are sharing their experience that how amazing it is to take birth in Bharatvarsha. Especially uh, in the land, in India. Uh, you know, I was speaking to my father the other day and we were just discussing how previous times was and now how what changes have happened. And he, he was sharing, he has told many times these stories in his childhood. Uh, even in his, in, in his, not even childhood, even, even I have seen in my own childhood, but especially in, in his childhood, their main entertainment was they would look up to this festival season coming up, like Janmashmi, Dashara, Diwali. And why they would look up to that? Because they would spend most of their time in temples decorating the place, creating different pastime sites called Chakiya and different dioramas on Janmashmi Day. And then so much of their time was spent to prepare stage drama family. I don't know if, how many of you have seen it, but I, I have myself attended many of those stage dramas where many actors actresses would come and participate and this will go on for more than a month. And how much practice? This is not practice. The drama itself goes on for one month for the public. Their practice begins two, three months before. So, and, and they cover the full drama and it was such an entertainment for people. This, this is, this is the, the land, uh, the glory of, of India. Um, if you see, uh, you know, my father was telling that the parents would get upset because they would spend too much time in such activities and parents would get upset that why you are why not coming home, why are you spending so much time in temple and why are you spending so much time preparing these stage dramas and I was thinking when he was telling me that especially with devotee parents they would be so excited if their children will spend time in these activities now and this is the contrast, this is such a change that has taken place just in maybe 15 years or two decades maximum that in my own childhood, I have myself gone for weeks together every single night, three to four hours, watching this drama. That the impression it leaves on you uh, is the sanskar it leaves on us is 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 very helpful because 
you by heart knows all the past times all the stories all this puranic story i just you just know it especially when the mashmi time would come in the whole park would just be decorated with different dioramas vishnu lying on the bed of arrows and kids are watching it and you know, other different different main leelas in mahabharat and you know krishna's appearance there you know sometimes you go on bog street on christmas time on front of maya's window they have they have displayed such dioramas such uh, moving uh, uh, dioramas where how jesus is appearing like that on at least 10 times bigger scale and practically every single temple and every every suburb has a temple this was the activity so uh, so such an impression sanskar it gives to children but what happened in early 2000 especially when color tv came cable tv came uh, we saw in our own area there was a sh- immediately the ramlila the stage drama was stopped and they put a big screen with projection displaying that television ramaya that was still okay that lasted only 2 years and now everything is finished everything is gone you know some experts they say that that how much the damage mughal invasion did to india in while when they ruled for 700 years and the damage british did to india when they ruled for 200 years is very minimal in comparison to the damage that television has done to india culture um, and what to speak of television then internet um, then then games then uh, other media then western lifestyle night clubs pubs but still with all this happening there is something somewhere different flavor india has and and that is that even while enjoying all this artificial ways of happiness when people from india when they hit with uh, hardships somehow they look back to god somehow they look towards god unless they have been turned to to atheist the other day we were discussing in ashram uh, how how abrahamic religions christianity islam are looking towards india if they really want to solidify their position because people from indian subcontinent india and around countries they have a very strong commitment towards religion and if they take up to some religion then they stick to it they basically hold on to it um, and and that is something uh, very ingrained within indian culture you see and, and even in how iskon has come up when shila propal was trying to establish before coming to the west league of devotees he was very struggling but it's not that people were not god conscious that time they were god conscious but the, the, the they were looking towards west for happiness he was struggling very hard he went to the west he became a success story he came back to india again struggled hard very hard but now just 50 years have passed since silver was started started his struggle to preach in india and the change it has taken is the the results are such so enormous that how krishna consciousness has penetrated india is so huge now in india and it's it's growing that even in, in practically every main field we see devotees are there whether it's politics or 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 you know social media influencers motivational speakers in the youth icon brahmacharya is a youth icon uh, the, this is this is a serious change actually if you see 
that has taken place. And that is all because the innate nature or, or of that place uh, or, the, or the spiritual culture that place carries has to, people are having it, it's just they're not looking towards it, they're looking towards the Western, Western ways of being happy. Um, you know, very famously it's said that India is so close to Krishna, but their back is towards Krishna. And the West is very far from Krishna, but they are looking towards Krishna. So, so in this, people coming from that Bharat Varsha, they just have to turn their backs and they are just with Krishna. And that's what is happening, that such a huge number of devotees, of people have taken uh, Krishna consciousness. You know, how many, how many big business magnets have taken to the process of Krishna consciousness? And the, the, the impact it will have in just few years to come and, and years forthcoming will be massive, will be very, it's very hopeful, it's, it's very positive. And because of all these influences, we, we, we see, if you see 1970s and towards 1974-1975, the pain Srila Prabhupada had to take just to meet the Prime Minister or the political or other politicians to somehow get devotees settled in India to establish the movement was so much pain, if you actually read that description, Prabhupada's main concern was, I want to have this big project in India. Four projects he had, Mayapur, Hyderabad, Bombay and Vrindavan. And Prabhupada was very clear, he was not in any illusion. He said, I don't have Indians to help me. I only have all these Western devotees who are from Europe, America, Australia. Now, if if the country's visa rules are such, if India's visa rules are such that they cannot stay here and they have to be kicked out, or I have to spend thousands of dollars every year to just send them out, put apply for visa again, and then bring them back again to run these places or to start these projects, how am I going to do? And Prabhupada has had done a full calculation that every year five lakh to pay, which is which must be at least. I would say 50 lakh or more in comparison to now. I'm just spending on sending my people back, apply visa and then bring them back again. And what a waste of money it is. Why don't you give them visa and let them stay here? I don't have help from Indians. This was Prabhupada's very key concern. And 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 for and he tried to meet the that time Prime Minister Indira Gandhi and worked so hard and somehow I think 100 plus devotees got visa to, to be able to citizenship to settle in India and help with these projects. And if you, if you see now, there are I think 200 plus centers in India, maybe more than that, I don't know what is the number. And we recently saw a few days back, Prime Minister of India released a commemorative coin in glorification of Srila Prabhupada. It is such a feat, actually, if you see the long term, the ripple effect will create within the community uh, is going to be is going to be very favorable for some, um, especially if someone with such an influence speaks such a glorification of Shri Prabhupada and noticing the contributions this one has done in the society is it's going to have massive impact because in India there are quite a few different uh, areas or different sects not sex, but different uh, opinions people have about this one. And, uh, and, and some, some are very favorable, some are neutral, and some are 
pretty much opposing. This is all in, in within Hinduism. Hindus I am talking about. But such an event like that that took place the other day will have a very positive impact uh, with, uh, for his son. And, and time will show, of course, what important brings. But uh, but this is this is what uh, what uh, amazing change we see, and all this is happening because the the, the potency spiritual culture is very much there in that place. You in in so many ideas have taken to Krishna consciousness now, and. But but the, the 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 most amazing thing about India is that India has serious contrasts. You see extremes on both sides. And you see very very uh, cultured families. You see people who are really God conscious, and you see atheists to the best of the quality also. Uh, you see you see people who are held down to break this Indian culture break this very culture and they are really against it and you see another extreme also. Whereas in the rest, this extreme contrasts are not very visible. People are very busy just enjoying their senses. Um, so, but here, in, in this section of, of, of Bhagavatam, the demigods are offering their prayers to the Supreme Lord. They want to appear in Bharat Varsha. Of course, not for sense enjoyment because India is not the greatest place for sense enjoyment. And it's quite interesting uh, in terms of, of full-fledged sense enjoyment. If sense enjoyment was the only purpose for them praying, if they are not satisfied for sense enjoyment there in the heavenly planets, and if they still want sense enjoyment in earth, India would be the last in the list for them to ask to pray for. And they must be, they must pray for some other Western countries. Like Mataji was explaining yesterday that. You know, if you ask, if you give, give chance to any Indian, they just won't escape India. They just don't get opportunity. We now we are in a situation where visa crisis is such a problem. Like especially Indians who are here, students who are here, they desperately want to stay here by a cooker group. They want, they are ready to do anything, go to any place, somehow to stay in this place. Of course, for devotees, the association is very attractive here. But but those who are not devotees, uh, it is very shocking to know what all means they acquire, they use to stay here. When I was working as a travel agent, sometimes such people would come and they share their story, what all they have done just to come and get a visa and stay here. And and few occasions, and it's it's very commonly known, few occasions, brothers have shown their own sisters as their married partner just to come and get visa. This, this is this is the this is the, uh, the desperate uh, need for people the situation people are in they feel grass is so green here that somehow or other escape and and this is a brother and sister relationship uh, their fathers are brother they are first cousin and they show themselves as couples. And one get comes here on visa, other is on spouse visa, one works, both work and divide the fees and pay and then get PR or whatever they do. Or one has PR and then he or she brings their cousin. First cousin, this is like, you know, it's a, it's a, it's after your own brother or sister, this is the closest relation you can have, your first cousin. Very common, very common. Uh, especially 
Punjab area. It's, it's very commonly seen. Um, so, so Delhi gods are naturally, definitely not praying for that. Huh? So their prayer is very specific that they want the benefit of devotional service practice in the Bhanabharat worship. Hmm? India is such a place that if you see most of the old civilization is around a holy river. Hmm? Whether it's Varanasi or around Mother Ganga. Doesn't matter you follow religion, doesn't matter you you are atheist, doesn't matter you are Muslim or a Christian around that area, you go and take bath in Ganga. Uh, if you're in those areas. Of course, if you're in the city, then, then uh, it's a different story altogether. But the, but it's, 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 it's very much available for everyone staying there. So, Lady Gods are praying for devotional service, and, and, and in their prayer, they really want to seek shelter of the Lord of the Supreme Lord. Very interesting sections there in 10th Canto Shunabha, where again Lady Gods are praying uh, to the Supreme Lord, seeking shelter of the Lord of uh, very nice verses are there in the 10th chapter, 2nd chapter, 30, 31, 32, uh, where, where the demigods are very specifically praying that they want to seek shelter of the Lord of the Supreme Lord. So, verse 30 from the 10th chapter, 2nd chapter, is, it says, Toyam Pusha Sakila Sakpudamne Samadhinave Shita Cheta Saike Tatpadapotena Mahakritena Purvandiko Vatsapadam Bhavadme. O lotus-eyed Lord, by concentrating one's meditation on your lotus feet, which are the reservoir of all existence, and by accepting those lotus feet as the boat by which to cross the ocean of nations, one follows in the footsteps of Mahajanas, great saints, sages and devotees. And they say, by this simple process, one can cross the ocean of nations as easily as one steps over the footprint of a car. Hmm. And the first line of the purport is very specific. Prabhupada makes a very clear statement. He says the true mission in life is to cross the ocean of nations of repeated birth and death. Those in darkness of ignorance, however, do not know this mission. So those who do not know this mission are in the category who want to seek some other benefits from this place. And what are those benefits? Uh, they can be philanthropists, they can be non-devotees, they can be altruists, uh, they can be impersonalists also, uh, they can be Gyanani, Yogi, so many things. Uh, because their true mission is not escape from this material suffering by holding on to the lotus feet of the Supreme Lord. Uh, so, let me watch a very, very, very nice prayer actually, if you see, purports are very amazing for this, this section. We are currently reading in Ashram Shrivastava study. Um, and then the demigods they continue their prayer, um, which is a very famous verse, verse 32. says, Ye anne vrindaksha vimukta maninas, toyasta bhava avishuddha buddha, aruhya krikshena padam padam param padam tata padanti alvanamrita yushmadamdhya. Translation Shrivastava says, Someone may say, that aside from devotees who always seek shelter at the lotus at Lord's lotus feet, there are those who are not devotees, but who have accepted different processes for attaining salvation. What happens to them? So there are some people who are in the category of non-devotees. Some people may even reject Vedics 
system altogether. But there are some who are under this umbrella of Vedic culture and they have followed different processes like Jnani, the yogis. Hmm? So this is the question, what happens to them? In answer to this question, Lord Brahma and the other demigods said, said O Lotus eyed Lord, all the non-devotees who accept severe austerities and penances to achieve the highest position may think themselves liberated. Their intelligence is impure. They fall down from their position of imagined superiority because they have no regard for their lotus feet. So anyone practicing any other process, given, even given in Bhagavad Gita approved by the Supreme Lord, if there is no regard for the lotus feet of the Supreme Lord, basically if there is no attraction, or if there is no, if there is no practice of devotional service to whatever little degree also, then those processes will not give the desired result. In Bhagavad Gita, one of the purports Srivabhava says that uh, if personalists, they only assume uh, that they have attained moksha, liberation, but eventually they fall down. Uh, uh, the Prabhupada uses the word that only some can stay there, rest will fall down. Uh, he uses the word only some survive in the liberated state in impersonal Brahma Jyoti. And those some are those who have actually have some regard for devotional service. Even though they may not be attracted at, at, for devotional service as the main process, but if they disregard or if they are offensive towards devotional service, towards the Lord's form, his lotus feet, his lotus feet means the personality of God, um, then, then they can't, they can't even attain perfection in their own given processes also. Devotees, uh, if we see uh, many, many, many examples of devotees we see who have taken shelter of the Lord, of the Lord. And, and because they are so much attached to devotional service while serving the Lord, they don't mind how the Lord treats them or how their surrounding treats them. Because their attraction is very much the relationship of the Lord. And, and when the demigods are praying to come to this, to this, to Bharat Varsha, like yesterday Mahathaji was making a point that India, in India there is a balance. You are not full-fledged enjoying your senses and the suffering also is not extreme. They both are there, both experiences are there. You enjoy some happiness also, you have some experience you can suffer also. So the demigods, they know that suffering will come if they appear in the land of Bharat Varsha. But that's not their interest. Then what to speak of those pure devotees who have actually taken complete shelter? Demigods are still known to have some material desires, but those who have taken complete shelter of the Supreme Lord, the suffering they go through, it doesn't bother them. Because, because very tightly they are holding on to hearing and chanting about the Supreme Lord. You know, in the classic example of Pandavas, we see that the amount of suffering Pandavas had to undergo, even devotees get bewildered. Do we really want to worship such a God? And sometimes, you know, in the devotees they really see the amount of suffering Pandavas go through, had to go through. Just because they were very much attached to Krishna is enormous, it's just huge. You know, when Queen, prayers of Queen Kunti, one of the worst uh, she, she makes in glorification of the Supreme Lord, 
ಇದರ ವಿಶಾನ್ ಮಹಾಲನೆ ಪುರುಷಾರ್ಥ ದರ್ಶನ ಅಸತ ಸಭಾಯ ವನವಾಸ ರಕ್ಷಿತ ಮೃದಯ ಮೃದಯನೇಕ ಮಹಾರಾಸತು ದ್ರೋಣಿ ಸುತ್ರ ತರ್ಸು ಹರಿ ದರ್ಶಿತ ಇದು ವಿಶಾನ್ ಮಹಾಲನೆ ಪಾಯ್ಸನ್ ವಾಸ್ ಇವನ್ ಹೌಸ್ ವಾಸ್ ಬರ್ನ್ ಅಟೆಂಪ್ಟ್ ವಾಸ್ ದೇರ್ ಬರ್ನ್ ದನ್ ಡೌನ್ ದೆನ್ ಮ್ಯಾನ್ ಈಟರ್ಸ್ ಅಟ್ಯಾಕ್ ದೆನ್ ದೆನ್ ದ ಮೋಸ್ಟ್ ಇಂಟೆನ್ಸ್ ವಾಸ್ ದೇವರ್ ಇನ್ ಸರ್ಟೆಡ್ completely taken away all their riches and their wife was also insulted asat sabha uh, in the assembly of all the generals their wife was insulted uh, nothing bigger insult can be there for women and for for husband also watching their wife being insulted like that then after everything one of us sent to the forest for exile hmm? then so many mahanathis attacked them in the battle of kurukshetra then somehow Krishna protected through that and then Ashwathana also attacked the womb of Uttara and with Brahmasana. So, Tarsmur Hare Virakshita, the Supreme Lord was protecting at all given times. But after this prayer, after giving this full list out, this is very, this is very amazing actually. Uh, so many times we have heard this last time, how Kunti Maharani is still asking Krishna. The issue is not then these problems are coming let it come that's not the main focus the main focus is you should not do and this is the attraction devotees have you know? uh, this attraction which devotees have for the supreme lord is and you know, of course very theoretical and i'm saying this but at least when you read from their pastimes they must be experiencing this attraction then then it doesn't matter what is happening to the body doesn't matter what is happening to the relatives around us it doesn't matter as long as you are in the future and there is attraction for you and it's a growing attraction for you it doesn't matter what the surrounding is there's a there's a nice devotee of lord jagannath uh, his name is was raghudas this devotee was so poor there was no life there was no place for him to stay there was no house he would just sleep on the street with a umbrella just to cover himself so poor and just someone on some mat he would just sleep on the road and one time he got very very sick and he is very ardent devotee of Lord Jagannath very much attached to Jagannath he was so sick that he was vomiting, stool, diarrhea like urine was passing he couldn't move, body is so weak and then he started noticing that every night someone comes and kills him and put sandalwood on his body because the stool and all would make a mess so he cleaned the place while he's sleeping and make it fragrant so few nights passed and one night he said who is doing this to me and one night he stayed awake and he saw one person comes and starts to clean and it is Lord Jagannath so that he caught hold of his hand and he said why are you cleaning this he said I like to serve my devotees he said if you like to serve my devotees then it's not a problem if that's what you want to do and Jagannath said no I will seek for an opportunity to serve the devotees so I like to serve you like that huh? so uh, uh, you know similar pastime is there with Shuklam Brahmachari uh, he was another very powerful and Brahmachari devotee of Lord Chaitanya and of the so poor that he would just go and beg some get some rice and collect those rice and one day when lord lord chaitanya mahaprabhu would do his his kirtan 
excited Kirtan in private. So one time he went to the Kirtan and Lord Chaitanya stopped the Kirtan. And he stopped the Kirtan and, and he went to his bag and took out the rice, that old bagged rice he little from here, there, everywhere, and started to eat that rice. And he became a Christian. He said, Why are you eating this? And don't eat this. This is not of your standard at all. And Lord said, No, I really like to eat this rice. And Lord told him that uh, in every Leela you will come with me. In previous past time you were Sulama. And I kept you poor and I ate your chicken rice. Later I gave you some opulence. This life also you will be poor. And in every life you will remain poor and I will come and eat from you. So it, it actually can build up. Someone seeing from outside, then make him rich. What is the problem? Fix the pain of the Raghugas. Why are you in disease? Why you went on your soul? But Lord also seeks an opportunity to serve the devotees by, by this gesture. So, so when, when devotees, they, they understand this nature of the Supreme Lord, uh, it's very, it's very uh, uh, attractive. Uh, it really makes them surrender to the Supreme Lord more and more. That who is also seeking an opportunity to serve his devotees. And, and he knows that these devotees will not leave me because of some discomfort. If, you, if actually you see, if you read Mahabharata, 90% of the time Pandavas are just fighting. Fighting from this problem, that problem, this issue, that issue, running away, this many in the forest. And it's just the whole Leela is just a problem. Uh, <laughs> the whole pastor is a problem for them. And, and uh, uh, Kundi is asking for more for it. So it, it has, unless one sees with eyes of devotion or through the vision of the great Acharyas. So now we, we may not have eyes of pure devotion, but at least when we stare through Prabhupada and through Acharya, we can appreciate the reciprocation of the Supreme Lord with them. Because these are the devotees, they are not acting, they are not suffering based on karmic platform. It's not that they are getting reactions of the karma. Uh, but there are so many lessons, so many multiple uh, goals Lord is trying to achieve through these devotees, uh, whether it's Pandava or these couple of examples we, we discussed. That uh, 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 future generation really learns from them. From them. You know, the very famous verse is the Lord becomes very merciful to you. He takes away everything. It's a very scary verse for many people. Uh, what about the mortgage if everything is gone? What about the family if everything is gone? Uh, because, because, actually if you carefully see why that fear comes when this is, if, uh, that's, what is that verse? Uh, uh, if Lord is very kind, He takes away everything. Because then everyone also leaves you, and only thing you have is the Supreme Lord. So, uh, so very, very nice uh, uh, mood the devotees, the pure devotees have. And similarly, reciprocation of the Supreme Lord is also very attractive. So that's why the demigods they specifically ask for devotional service when they want to appear in the land of Bharat worship and uh, nothing else. So this chapter we have finished. Um,
tomorrow 20th chapter begins studying the structure of the universe so this want to discuss share two points from that um, thank you very much any questions or comments just to do the devotion service So the question is just to do devotional service, do we need to suffer or be poor? Not really. You don't have to suffer or be poor uh, to practice devotional service. Uh, but if the Supreme Lord gives you, then no complaints. One story comes to mind that Jantaka uh, Maharaj, Zonai Jantaka Maharaj told Prabhupada, Prabhupada, I feel that the service I am doing for you, I am doing this because he was preaching in India that time and he liked to preach in Bengal and India. The service I am like, doing for you, uh, I like that service. So, maybe, so he was feeling that maybe there is something wrong in that, that you should do something for your spiritual master, uh, which you don't like but you still do it. So his question was from that angle that I am doing something for you, Shri Prabhupada, to serve Krishna, but I like that service, so I am feeling a little odd about it. Whereas many devotees, like Maharaj Maharaj or some other devotees, propose and go to China, go to Russia, mm-hmm. Brahman go to Pakistan. Uh, and Prabhupada said, it doesn't matter you like or not. Uh, if spiritual master is happy with your service, that is success. So if Krishna, similarly, take this example, if Krishna makes us poor or makes us rich. For a devotee, the criteria is not that. Uh, the criteria is whatever Krishna keeps, it's fine. It's Krishna's will. And whatever situation he puts me in, that is the situation he wants me to serve in. And, and there are many devotees who may have so much riches, so much influence. And if Krishna wants those riches or influence to be used in his service, that is Krishna's choice. And if he wants to set an example that uh, of, of that even though my devotees are so poor, they still do not leave my lotus feet. That is Krishna's choice. Hmm. So, uh, uh, for what do you like to add something? He is independent Lord. Uh, so that I am understanding is that let him choose it. But if if in our prayers our prayers has some, uh, what is it, uh, you know sometimes you see a notice is given of a business and then there is a star and with that star condition applies there is a big paragraph or there are two pages. So in front of the Lord or in front of people or in front of devotees we may offer a pure devotion prayer but there is a star condition applies and that condition applies two pages of this which is a complete, which is not a pure devotional prayer, then we can't love the Lord. The Lord knows what's inside. So, uh, so as long as our prayer is completely uh, for the pleasure of the Supreme Lord, at least seeking pure devotional service, and and our devotional service is ahetukya pratyada, unmotivated and uninterrupted, then Lord let the Lord decide how He wants to keep us. He wants to make us a success, may go make us a big preacher, popular, no popular, money, no money, 
फैमिली वेरी वेरी सेटल व्यवस्था वेरी नाइस फैमिली किड्स रिवोटी एवरीवन रिवोटी लाइक इट्स गुड एग्जांपल फैमिली एवरीवन टू फॉलो और नोबडी इज रिवोटी इन द फैमिली एंड यू आर सेट अप स्ट्रगलिंग टू गेट योर फैमिली जॉइन ऑन राउंड टुगेदर दैट इज अ प्रोजेक्ट बट एज लॉन्ग एज आवर प्रेयर इज इज इन द मोड ऑफ योर डिवोशन सर्विस विद नो नो स्ट्रिंग्स अटैच्ड देन लेट द लॉर्ड डिसाइड दैट्स माय अंडरस्टैंडिंग भागवत की जय जय गोपाल की जय हरिओम